We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made the chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. Good morning, White Sox fans. This is your Sox Machine White Sox wake-up call. For May 19th, 2021, I'm Josh Nelson. The Chicago White Sox are going to be a popular talking point this morning. No, not because of their 25-16 and 16 record, which is what the focus should really be about, but instead it's what Tony La Russa had to say about Yomer Mercedes' home run the night before. To begin, Mercedes spoke with reporters before yesterday's game. When asked about the home run off a 3-0 pitch up 15-4, Mercedes said, I'm always doing Yerman. For that reason, I'm here right now. For that reason, you guys are talking to me right now. If I'm not Yerman, if I'm not doing that, nobody wants to talk to me. Nobody wants to know what I'm doing. End quote. Which is what today's fans want more of. We want more personality from the players that we're watching every single day. We want to watch players have fun. And that was a fun moment for Yuri Mercedes to launch a 47-mile-per-hour pitch to the moon. But Tony La Russa in the video replays could be found a bit upset after Mercedes made contact, and he didn't share the same mindset as Mercedes in his pregame presser, 
LaRusa said, quote, I heard he said something like, I play my game. No, he doesn't. He plays the game of Major League Baseball, respects the game, respects the opponents, and he's got to respect the take sign. I was upset because that's not a time to swing 3-0. I knew the Twins knew I was upset. He missed a 3-0 take sign. With that kind of lead, that's just sportsmanship and respect for your opponent. I'm certain that will not happen again with Yerman. It's a manager's responsibility. It's a teaching moment. You want them to understand why there's a take sign in that situation. I'm absolutely certain the guy is not going to swing 3-0 in another situation. Big mistake. The fact that he's a rookie and excited helps explain why he was just clueless. But now he's got a clue. End quote. LaRusa also mentioned in the press conference that he personally apologized to the Minnesota Twins for Yuman Mercedes crushing a meatball. Let me repeat that again. The Chicago White Sox manager apologized for one of his players hitting a home run off a Minnesota Twins pitcher. It's unfathomable for a manager who hasn't worked in this role in 10 years, throwing one of his best hitters under the bus for doing his job and apologizes to your chief rival for continuing to play the game. We know of two White Sox players who didn't agree with La Russa. That's Evan Marshall and Tim Anderson. Both showed Mercedes some support on social media. Hell, Frank Thomas, Ozzie Guillen, and Steve Stone backed up Mercedes. Yet it's La Russa believing there is some unwritten code of sportsmanship in, the, in today's game of baseball. The Minnesota Twins beat the White Sox 20-1 to back in 2009. They didn't show mercy then. They would gladly show no mercy to the White Sox today if the roles were reversed. Anyways, the White Sox and Twins pressed on, and the Twins scratched Michael Pineda from the start. It was rookie Baylor Ober. Jake Lamb introduced Ober to the majors by hitting his second home run of the season, a solo shot, to give the White Sox a 1-0 lead after the first inning. Lamb would score again in the third inning off Yoan Mikata's RBI double. Then Mikata would jog home as Yasmani Grandal crushed his fifth home run of the season to give the White Sox a 4-0 lead, and it felt like the White Sox were going to start the season 5-0 against the Minnesota Twins. Lance Lynn was on the mound for the White Sox, and it was pretty clear he didn't have his ace stuff. Lynn only struck out two batters, but he kept the walks to just two and only allowed five hits through six innings. Lynn's nemesis was Miguel Sano, who hit two homers off Lynn, but with no runners on. So the White Sox had a 4-2 lead going into the seventh inning. Then we get into some drama. Tyler Duffy for the Twins entered the game, and after getting Yoan Mikata to ground out, next was Yermin Mercedes, and Duffy intentionally threw behind Mercedes. And after the umpires discussed, Duffy was thrown out of the game. So was manager Rocco Baldelli, which for a team that has the worst record in baseball, but shouldn't, it was mostly an act to try and create a spark in a mostly lifeless team. Old friend Alex Colomay had to replace Duffy and got out of a self-made jam walking Mercedes and Grandal, but he did strike out Andrew Vaughn to end the threat. Replacing Lynn next was Michael Kopech. Mikata made a great defensive play charging on a leadoff bunt and making a perfect throw as Kopech tossed a scoreless seventh inning. Now, Kopech has been throwing multiple innings in his outings, but Aaron Bummer had been throwing the ball really well as of late. So LaRusa went to Bummer in the eighth inning and it wasn't a pleasant experience. 
After walking Jorge Polanco, Bummer gave up the third home run to Miguel Sano, the first time Sano has hit three home runs in a game, which tied the game 4-4. It's the first home run allowed by Aaron Bummer since the 2019 season. That homer was hit by Brian Goodwin, which we'll get to him later in the show. After the White Sox offense sputtered against Taylor Rogers, despite Yerma Mercedes getting a single and collecting his second hit of the night, Tony La Russa decided to keep Adam Eaton in the game to face the lefty Rogers, which is not a good idea. Eaton struck out, and he's 2 for 19 now against left-handed pitching with 6 strikeouts in 2021. At this point, he shouldn't be facing left-handed pitching at all. In the bottom of the ninth inning, Aaron Bummer started the inning, which that move was curious. Uh, the idea was that if Bummer could get Andrelton Simmons out, he'd have two lefties to face. But there is this rule that teams can pinch hit that I'm assuming LaRussa knows about, maybe forgot about that, as Nelson Cruz was lurking on the bench for the Minnesota Twins. Anyways, Bummer couldn't get Simmons out as he singled off the lefty, and LaRussa went and got his $54 million closer, Liam Hendricks, to try and get the game into extra innings. Instead, Hendricks allowed some deep flyouts. He intentionally walked a hitter, and then he tried to blow a 97-mile-per-hour fastball by Jorge Polanco. The problem is that 97-mile-per-hour fastballs don't work all that great when they are located in the middle of the plate. Polanco pulled... We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed the pitch for the walk-off hit and it's another blown game by the White Sox bullpen after having the lead in the eighth inning that's their third such loss in 2021 and that's not even counting the two losses of the blown leads that they had in the seventh inning the Chicago White Sox are now 25 and 16 after the loss after the game Tony the Russa spoke to the media and was asked about Tyler Duffy intentionally throwing at Yuma Mercedes LaRusa said, I don't have a problem with how the Minnesota Twins handled it. The Chicago White Sox manager did not have a problem that the Minnesota Twins pitcher intentionally threw at one of his hitters. Not just any hitter, Yerma Mercedes, who once again had a multi-hit night, also walked, and he is one of the most productive hitters that you've got 
with Jose Abreu missing this series and significant injuries to Aloy Jimenez and Luis Robert. Tony La Russa does not have a problem that the Minnesota Twins intentionally threw at Yerma Mercedes last night. We got 121 more games to go, folks. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. This afternoon for the rubber match, it's Lucas Giolito on the mound for the White Sox. It hasn't been a fun time for Giolito in his last five starts, which he's allowed 18 runs in 24 innings. He's hoping to get back on track against the Twins before facing the St. Louis Cardinals at home next week. Opposing Giolito will be Matt Shoemaker. With a negative 0.8 war, according to baseball reference, that's a 6.62 ERA in seven starts spanning 34 innings, Shoemaker is not having a good time in 2021. Both lefties and righties are slugging over 500 off Shoemaker. So the White Sox hitter should be able to strike early again against the Twins. This is an early one, and hopefully Giolito is ready to go. As first pitch is at 12.10 p.m. Central Time. The White Sox have an off day tomorrow on Thursday, so we'll have Sox Machine live then to recap the series and preview the upcoming Yankees series. You can watch today's game on NBC Sports Chicago or listen on the radio at ESPN 1000 AM. Down in the minor leagues in Charlotte, Jake Berger hit his fourth home run of the season. And circling back to the game recap, Brian Goodwin hit his first home run with the Knights, but Ronaldo Lopez was not good again as he allowed four earned runs in the first inning, throwing 34 pitches. He did not make it to the second inning. Tim Beckham got ejected in the third inning, so he missed out on the Knights losing 7-2 to Durham. Gavin Sheets did collect a hit. He was 1-4 for four on the night. Birmingham improves to 10-3 on the season, beating the Montgomery Biscuits. Mike Rodolfo had a three-hit night, including a double, and starting pitcher Emilio Vargas pitched four scoreless innings, only allowing three hits while striking out four. The Winston-Salem Dash had just one hit as they lost five to nothing. Alec Destino was the only Dash hitter uh, to get a base hit. And Canapolis, yeah, they are now 1-12 as they lost 12-1 to Columbia. DJ Gladney, though, hit his first home run of the season, so that's good news. Around Major League Baseball, the Los Angeles Angels received some pretty devastating news. Mike Trout will have to miss the next six to eight weeks with a right strained calf. He described the injury as hearing a pop from his lower leg. The Angels are currently in last place in the American League West, and without Trout, it's going to be more difficult for them to claw back. Scores around the league, Hinjin Ryu tossed seven scoreless innings as the Blue Jays blanked the Red Sox 8 to nothing. The Blue Jays are now 23-17 as the Red Sox dropped to 25-18. The St. Louis Cardinals beat the Pittsburgh Pirates 5-2 as St. Louis improves to 24-18. 
The New York Mets, with all the injuries they've got, held off the Atlanta Braves 4-3. The San Francisco Giants take over from the White Sox as having the best record in Major League Baseball. They're 26-16 after beating the Cincinnati Reds 4-2. The Philadelphia Phillies score seven runs in the bottom of the eighth inning to beat the Miami Marlins 8-3. The Phillies are now 22-20 in 2021. And Tampa Bay routed Baltimore 13-6. That will do it for this White Sox wake-up call. Subscribe to the Sox Machine Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Machine. If you enjoy our work and want to support us, visit patreon.com slash Machine as we have several different tiers of support starting at just $2 a month for exclusive content ad-free podcasts and website, and first crack at our new swag items. Have a great Wednesday morning, everyone. We got an early game at 12.10 p.m. Central Time to discuss, and hopefully we get to talk about another White Sox winner. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Josh Nelson. Thanks for listening. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran. Marvelous Marvin Hagler and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.